Today's show is sponsored by the MultiorgasmicMama.com. If lack of confidence, low libido, or guilt and shame around your sexuality are the cause of your bedroom woes, you know, the hot wild sex you never have anymore, or the transition into motherhood that sucked your libido dry, let me help you get your mojo and magnetic feminine spark back. Magic, miracles, total self-love, and multi-orgasmic bliss included. See you at TheMultiorgasmicMama.com. Hey ladies, quick announcement before we move on to today's episode. I know the intro to this podcast continues to tell you to go to the multiorgasmicmama.com for my website, but I have yet to be able to change the music and the intro and outro. And I just wanted to inform you that if you want more information and you would like to visit my website, please go to www.tillystorm.com. We have had to move because of the censorship on Facebook and Instagram to a site that, you know, the name Tilly Storm is not so racy and luscious and juicy as the multi-orgasmic mama. Anyway, hopefully we'll get to changing that soon, but in the meantime, head to tillystorm.com for all things igniting your desire and feeling sexy again. All right, hot mamas, here we are for this week's episode. What's up, hot mamas? It's Tilly here. And today I'm talking with you about ways that women are unconsciously emasculating men. This is something that's really bothered me lately. It's just how much nastiness and meanness I've seen with women, with men, and in particular in the dating space, but also just in general and how we're just demonizing men right now. Like what the hell is happening with men and the masculine? And this is something that's so near and dear to my heart because I've always been a really big advocate of the masculine and men. I adore men and I adore coaching men. I am such an advocate for the divine masculine and helping awaken that whole movement into this planet right now, because women have made so much headway with that. But I feel like men have kind of lagged behind uh, for a lot of reasons that, you know, this podcast really isn't about going into that. But first, I just want to say, you know, I've always identified myself as somewhat of a feminist, but absolutely not in that angry feminist way, not the first, second, or even the third wave sense of feminism. I'm all about equal rights for women. But what I have found and seen in so many women and in, you know, feminist circles that I follow is like some sort of movement to extract masculinity from the planet as as if it's like the the epitome of evil and this is scary in my opinion uh like it's not something that i would ever want to see happen and it is something that i would give a fair warning against women uh you know having these unhealed beliefs and wounds around the masculine in general so yes i think there are quite a few men that have done some really terrible things and have misused and abused their power and privilege in ways that have hurt many people and the planet but and this is a really big but here let's not try and get rid of the masculine please for goddesses sake <laughs> let's just stop assuming that all men are terrible that all men are emotionless and emotional unavailable, that all men are narcissists, that they just want sex, that all men are terrible creatures. Because what happens if these are the, are the stories that we're going to continue to perpetuate and keep telling ourselves that, then it's going to perpetuate 
us feeling unsafe and unprotected in this world. And it's going to perpetuate us resisting structure and order for our feminine to thrive and to relax into. Because the truth is without safety, protection and structure and order, the feminine does not feel safe to flow freely and to be her fullest expression of herself. But what we're seeing is a mass defunding of, you know, the structures we've had in place to keep us protected as a society, AKA the police, right? And yes, maybe restructuring needs to happen, but this idea that we don't need safety and protection and we don't need structure and order to certain things or, you know, things to keep us in place so that we can feel safe to flow freely and express ourselves. So we're seeing this all over. And, uh, you know, the, this movement of people trying to distort and extract a strong masculine presence from the earth. But I am here standing side by side with the divine masculine and an utter support of the divine masculine to rise up and awaken in men. Because the truth is we need our men to not be emasculated. We need them to be empowered. We need our men to rise up and claim their power. We need our men to get in touch with the warrior and the protector inside of them again. And I truly believe that we're in a time in society where we need more good men to step the fuck up and fight the good fight. Okay. So because the more that we do the five things that I'm about to tell you about, the further away we get from healing and integration and the more that we perpetuate the terrible things happening on the planet right now. Uh, so there's got to be a middle ground. We don't need to fight each other because what we've ever only really been fighting is ourselves because we all have masculine and feminine energy inside of us. We all got raised with feminine and masculine role models in some form of the other. Maybe you didn't have the traditional family with the mother and the father, but maybe you had a masculine or feminine role model that had a big impact on your life. And like I mentioned last week, so much is up for question about how we do relationships. And that includes how we relate to ourselves and our own masculine and feminine and dynamics inside. And when, when we deny an aspect of ourselves and we don't accept it and we judge it and we say it's toxic. Well, what happens is we end up going to war with ourselves. So it's really a choice. We can either accept the masculine and the epic amazingness that it is, or we can continue to emasculate, go to war with, and try to extract and neutralize people out of polarity, which really freaking sucks if you want to have a satisfying long-term relationship, honeys. Okay, without further ado, let's talk about the five ways that we women in particular consciously or more likely unconsciously emasculate men. And the five things you need to stop doing today so that we meet each other in the middle with acceptance, reverence, and love for these two polarities that according to Taoism are always turning into and out of each other. If you've ever looked at the yin yang sign, you'll notice the two dots on the black side which is the masculine side, you see a white dot. And on the white side, which is the feminine side, you see a black dot. That's because masculine and feminine energies are working together and simultaneously to create and support us through this life and take us into greater awakening and self-realization. So let's stop doing these five things and recognize and honor and accept the divine masculine and feminine in each of us instead for a more peaceful, happy, loving world. Yes, please. Okay. The first, 
Please stop spreading lies about how the masculine is toxic. Ladies, if the masculine is toxic, then so are you. There, I fucking said it. Yep, you attract what you are. So if what you're attracting is a bunch of toxic men, then you should probably be looking in the mirror (laughs) and questioning why that is so. Because is it because you have a toxic relationship with your own masculinity and you waste all your energy resisting, denying, shoving down and repressing all things masculine because they have done terrible things to you. Yes, you may have been traumatized. Yes, you may have been in some sort of experience where there was a misuse of power over you with a masculine, but that does not mean that it exists inside of you too. So if you keep attracting what you consider to be toxic men into your life, then you should probably take a look at your own relationship to your own inner masculine, work on that relationship, and you're going to stop attracting toxic men. I guarantee you the masculine is actually divine, just like the feminine. It's the Shiva energy of the universe and Tantra Shiva is consciousness itself. It is a space that holds all that is it's the container the support system for all things feminine or Shakti to create. Shiva or masculine energy is a space that holds the container for creation itself. And all of us have this energy inside of us, both of them, feminine and masculine, Shiva and Shakti. So can you make space for your big feminine emotions? Can you protect and support yourself? So these are all traits of the divine masculine already inside of you. So if you can't do those things for yourself and you spend more time, you know, repressing and not creating space in your life for the things that matter most to you, then you're not owning your own inner divine masculine. And you, you probably find yourself around people who display toxic masculine behavior, but the truth is masculinity is not toxic ladies. So stop spreading that freaking lie right now, please. All right. The second way that you may be consciously or unconsciously, uh, emasculating men is generalizing them. Stop generalizing men. Ladies, do you find yourself frequently thinking or saying things like all men want to sex or that all men are emotionless and emotionally unavailable or that all men are narcissist? Then you are generalizing men and that's not doing anyone any good. When you say hurtful and untrue things like that, you are affirming your reality by attracting more of what you don't want to you. Not all men just want sex. FYI, trust me, almost every man I've ever been with has been very emotionally available and wanted more than just sex. And I am a freaking sex coach and a sex goddess. So I'm going to call absolute BS on any of you out there that want to proclaim that all men want sex because it's simply not true at all. But if that's what you've found to be true for yourself, then what I really love you to do is to go check out the work of Byron Katie. So if you don't know her work, check it out. It's amazing. You can go to thework.com and you can download a worksheet called the Judge Your Neighbor worksheet there. And what she helps you do is take generalizations or things that you're really struggling with in your life and to turn them down and upside down and find a deeper truth in it. So for example, if you're one of those people that believe all men want a sex, what you do is download that sheet on the website and work through the statement on the worksheet and you will discover a deeper truth here. Like maybe all you want is sex, or maybe all you want is sex with you, or maybe not all men 
don't just want sex, or maybe all men want is connection. There is truth behind each of those statements. <laughs> so it's just going in and discovering that there is no absolute truth there. So can you drop that and uh, create a better mindset around these things that you might struggle with? So from there, you get to see that truth in each of the statements and inquire more deeply uh, so that you can create and adopt a mindset that can work for you instead of against you. And again, you can find that resource at www.thework.com. All right. The third way that you may be unconsciously emasculating men is by having ridiculous expectations of them. This one came from my boyfriend. <laughs> He, he it contributed a lot to this one and the next one. All right. So ladies, this goes for those of you in a relationship or not. If you're not in a relationship, it's common for women to approach dating and finding a male partner in terms of a checklist. Like, do they meet all of the criteria? Uh, do they meet all of my non-negotiables? So women have been in many ways disempowered, right? That they're often unconsciously looking at the same time for like a superhero or perfectionist type of man. They're looking for him to be absolutely everything. And the truth is, is that is unrealistic. Like women have expectations like on their checklist, like every woman wants a man over six foot tall. They all want someone who makes over a hundred K a year and they want him to have all of his shit together. And the truth is probably less than 1% of men will ever fit the mold and maybe even less if you, for each and every, uh, trait or a thing that you put on there and you want him to be. So if you're in a relationship, this unconscious emasculating of men by having ridiculous expectations of them can manifest as an inability to open up and be vulnerable because you're afraid that if your partner sees your deepest, darkest side, that may not be perfect then you no longer get to uphold your expectation of having the perfect partner. And you're then forced to embrace your partner's shadow side as well. So if you find yourself having unrealistic expectations or of like, you know, perfection for your partner, then this probably comes from your own false sense of needing to be perfect yourself. And you may be projecting this onto your partner. All right. Also women tend to have gender role expectations of men that they don't want to live up to themselves, such as you shouldn't expect me to make a sandwich for you and clean the house all day. But at the same time, I expect you to fix everything and fulfill my honey-do list sort of thing. We've questioned our roles in society as women, but yet we don't give space for men to do the same. Like, what the fuck is that about, right? So again... Women have fought so hard to release themselves of these expectations, but they aren't giving the same grace and space for men to do the same. And so you need to stop doing that. All right. The fourth way that women unconsciously emasculate men is by mothering and nagging men. Men do not need you to treat them like they can't do anything for themselves. Yes, maybe they aren't as neat and as tidy as you. Yes, maybe they don't organize and prepare as much in advance and they don't plan out the vacations and the things with the kids and they don't foresee all of the future in a million different ways with a million different scenarios that could happen. But maybe they're just a little better at going with the flow than you. I think it's funny that so many women are like, Oh, I want to tap into my goddess feminine flow. And yet they can't freaking do it to save their lives. They're just so stuck in that plan type a mentality. And trust me, I know I've been there. I've been that person 
it's been hard to learn how to sink into my feminine here and to not do that mothering nagging thing because I was raised with women that did that. So there's nothing more emasculating than unconsciously treating your man like a child or kid that cannot do for himself or that can't get up and, you know, do the necessary tasks and, you know, pretending like he can't do those things. And so you nag him and moan and mother him and treat him like a freaking baby. Emasculating. Stop it. The fifth one is to stop faking your orgasms. So there is this message that we internalize as women from media or even from trauma that we aren't good enough the way that we are, or we should be different, or we should look a certain way. So we've put so many filters and masks over ourselves that we struggle connecting and being vulnerable with men because we can't be vulnerable and show our true selves. Okay. This spills over into sexuality by women not asking for what they want and need sexually and wanting to divert the attention from a sexual experience off of themselves because they don't feel comfortable being seen in their sexual expression because they're not comfortable with it themselves because they're not meeting up to their expectations of perfection that we got from media. Uh, we have so much trauma in the way of being able to contact our authentic sexual expression that we don't even know how to be who we are because we had to adopt and adjust in so many ways just to be safe and to be loved and belong in childhood if you have experienced childhood sexual trauma. So this causes many, many women to fake orgasms. I discussed the stats in another episode of the podcast that I did a long time ago. I don't even remember what episode it was, but it's pretty astonishing how many women fake them, y'all. Like, uh, one survey found that 26% of women fake an orgasm every single time they have sex. Holy shit, ladies. That is sad. Okay. And another study found that anywhere from 25 to 74% of women admit to having faked an orgasm at some point in their lives. So clearly this isn't good. This is emasculating to men because men really do want to please women, but you faking things because you don't have it within you to be open, honest, and vulnerable about sex leaves men feeling like they can't please you, that nothing they do is good enough for you. So if you're not opening up and not being honest about your sexual experience and asking for what you want and need, then you're not allowing men to step up and do for you and serve you as you really want them to. You're actually taking away the opportunity for them to do what men are great at doing, serving their women. They just want to make you freaking happy. But if you can't tell them how to do that, then how the hell are they going to know how to do it? Okay. So for God's sake, please stop faking it and book a call with me when you take your bedroom personality assessment quiz at www.tillystorm.com. You can take the quiz and I will email you the results within a day or two uh, to help you determine if you are in fight, flight, freeze, or regulation around your sexuality. And also announcement, I have one spot left for my six-month Women's Ignite Your Desire coaching program for women who have experienced sexual trauma, who have worked on it with a therapist, but who are ready to take their healing journey to the next level on an embodiment and nervous system level, and to really be able to take them from feeling sexually broken to sexually woke and a freaking sex goddess. And I have one spot left open for my 10 session men's sexual mastery program for men who want to heal their masculinity, to find their masculine and sexual power, and who want to learn to become multi-orgasmic and the best lover that she has ever had. So if you're interested, you can book a breakthrough call at bit.ly 
forward slash breakthrough with Tilly. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash breakthrough with Tilly, all lowercase, no special characters. All right, my loves, thank you all so much for tuning in today. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.